To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Please stand clear of the doors. For favor, Hello and welcome to Miles from Main Street, your far from Disney podcast. My name is Mikhailo. And I'm Brian. And we're here to talk about Disney World. But especially coping away from Disney. Which we know a lot about being from the Midwest. Here at Miles from Main Street, our preferred travel agency is Magical Vacations by Kimberly. Kimberly is a Disney expert and can handle all of your Disney planning needs. She can also plan Universal and all major cruise lines. Contact Kimberly at Magical Vacations by Kimberly at Yahoo.com. And find her on Facebook and Instagram under Magical Vacations by Kimberly. So today on Miles from Main Street, you guys may not know it, but Brian and I know it. We are recording this live. Well, not live, but we're, we are in the same room together. Face uh, to face. It's a, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> we've, already, we've already talked about a lot, so uh, hopefully we'll have a lot of good content for you guys. But today we're going to do some resort reviews. Brian is going to talk about a resort that he's been to. He's going to do a little bit of a deep dive for you guys and uh, give you guys the highlights. And I'm going to go over a resort that I've been to. Uh, so Brian, I think we talked about you talking about contemporary. Yeah, so we got to stay at the Contemporary, which was uh, something that we did not expect to be able to do. We were staying off-site, and I actually went on and found this really great deal to stay in the Garden Wing, and so we took it. Now, for our trip, as I had said before, we had driven down, and they were pushing to use online check-in, um, which I hadn't really used before. Um, so I let them know, yes, we're on our way. And they would text me when the room was ready. So on the way there, they send me the, the room number and, you know, like kind of we get all of our check-in type stuff taken care of uh, electronically, really. Um, so we get to the hotel and you come into this like gateway and there's a guard there. And, you know, you just have to basically scan your magic band and the gate goes up. And um, so the, the garden wing, if you're looking at the building from the Magic Kingdom, it's off to the right. Uh, it, it's along the canal that the boat boats use, the, like the water bridge. I think that water bridge there is so cool. Um, so the, it's right next to that canal. And then um, part of it looks out onto Bay Lake. So you drive around the convention center to the, to the parking lot right there. The garden wing has its own parking lot, which I thought was wonderful. Uh, so we had really good parking. Um, I sent in a request for our room to be on the first floor, kind of at the front of the building. We wanted to be looking out at the pool. And if you're on the first floor, you get a patio and you'll get a couple of chairs. You can sit outside, you know, drink your coffee, whatever. Um, so I asked for first, first floor in front of the building. So of course, Disney gave me third floor in the back of the building. <laughs> and I'm not one to complain. It doesn't matter to me, just a few extra steps. Um, and it ended up being a wonderful room. 
you know, it was, it was kind of a walk getting our stuff in. They did not have any of the luggage carts there in that entryway for the garden wing. You could go up to the other building and get it. But by the time I walked over to the other building and came back, I might as well have just carried my stuff. We didn't have like a ton that we had to get back there. So, um, you know, we just carried it back there. I got kids that are old enough to carry their stuff. So it wasn't that big of a deal. Um, and our room, like I said, third floor on the back of the building. So we were able to look out at Bay Lake and we could look, we were looking dead straight at discovery Island, which was really cool. Um, and one of the really cool things about this building is that they all have patio doors that open. Unfortunately, the second and third floors only have a Juliet balcony. So you don't actually get to walk out and sit out there. You just get to open the door and you have a railing right there. Um, but we were able to sit, like sit on the edge of the bed with the door open. We had chairs, uh, the, the couch is kind of over by that door. And we could sit there and we could watch the electric water pageant right from our room, which was incredible. Um, there are five people in my family. So the room comes with two beds queen beds and actual queen beds not the full size that they like to call queen or whatever they're actual queen beds and then the sofa um it's really cool all you gotta do is grab the back of the sofa and pull down and it's a bed there's a bed on like the back of the sofa which was perfect for my eight-year-old so we all fit in there very comfortably plenty of room You've got a desk you can sit at, plenty of shelves that we were able to throw all of our knickknacks we were buying on. Um, we, you know, they had a, a, the, the toilet is kind of portioned off from the rest of the bathroom so that you don't have to share, you know, like wait for someone to be in the bathroom. You can kind of share it at the same time. Um, so that was the room. We were very comfortable, the five of us. Uh, did come with a, a refrigerator, um, a Keurig, and they provided you with K-cups of Joffrey's coffee, Mikhailo, which I know you love that Joffrey's. Yeah, I, I mean, I'll, I'll pass on the Joffrey's coffee for right now. I'll give it a chance at some point, but but I'll, I'll see what I think of next time I'm down there. Yeah, I, well... As you know, I bought extra after I got home. I had, I mail ordered some in. So, um, yeah. So we went up to that night when we checked in. We were up in the lobby, which is on the first floor, and um, you know you can walk out to like they've got a, a entryway that you can drive up to. And we didn't use that obviously because we were back in the garden wing, but you know, that's where the check-in desk is. And so we went up there and I can't remember the question I had at the time, but I asked the question and then um, she had asked who we were and whatever it was. And then she came over to us as we were kind of figuring out our, our game plan at that point, we were heading over to the poly for dinner. Um, and she said, do you guys want to, finish your check-in so here's the the tip for you like online check-in isn't wasn't full online check-in at least in my case we booked this room two weeks out um so they weren't able to send us we we were able to order our magic bands and get them to us before we left so because we had booked two weeks out this room we uh 
we had to go to the front desk to get our magic bands. So, you know, she was like, oh, we want to finish up the rest of your check-in then. And we got our magic bands. We got these um, cards or the, the luggage tags. Excuse me. We got luggage tags. And uh, then we were just kind of standing there figuring things out. That's when she came over and she said, do you have your car here too? And we're like, yeah. And she explained that. And which it's not like that, I guess now, like things have gotten better, but at that time, bus transport was not good. So they said, if you can drive somewhere, definitely do that. Um, and I bring that up because, you know, later in my discussion, it may not be as good um, for using pu the public transportation. Um, so we thanked her for that information. And then we jumped on the monorail and went over to the poly. I'm not going to give you a blow by blow of our trip. I've already done that. Right. <laughs> so, but you know, the, the cool thing was that in the mornings I would wake up in the morning, we'd say, okay, we're going to have breakfast. And I would mobile order our breakfast because that's the thing now is you got to mobile order everything. And I would say we're here. And then I'd walk over to the building, which was a three minute walk. It's not far. Um, and it was always beautiful outside because it was Florida spring break, you know. Um, so we, we would, I would walk over, I'd get the food, and then I would bring it back to the room and we would eat, open the door. My wife and I would, would they had this rolling table that's part of the desk. Um, and we'd roll that over to the window and we'd open up the door and we'd eat our breakfast as we were looking out at the lake and stuff. And it, that was always really nice. Um, and then the pool was like a minute walk from where we were because... The pool is kind of right by that garden wing. You know, you don't have to go 14 floors to get to your room. You're only up three floors. Uh, so if you want to grab an elevator, you can do that, or you can do the two flights of stairs. It's not a big deal, right? Um, I really, really do like the garden wing. And that's hard for me to compare to the main building because I haven't been in the main building. And when we were sitting at the pool, you know, I'd look up at that main building and see people sitting on their balconies, eight floors up or whatever, and be like, dang, that'd be nice. You know, um, but I really liked our location and I liked being able to get to the pool quickly, get to the other building really quickly. Um, so, you know, I, I definitely think that staying in the garden wing is worth the money. Um, I don't know that it's worth paying double to go stay in the regular building. I've heard as well that when the parks get emptied out, specifically Magic Kingdom, that one main elevator bank that they have in the main building, that gets pretty backed up with people trying to get to their rooms. And again, they have stairs, but do you want to do 14 floors of stairs after you've been in the park all day? Um, probably not. <laughs> so it was really nice you know um the main attraction there that everybody wants to go to is chef mickey's right uh we were not able to get a reservation there despite trying every day and working hard at stalking and trying to get in there ever since we were booked to go there um we did not get in there we have eaten there it was great um i've heard it's better since the uh, reopening uh, because it's all family style. But right next to that is Contempo Cafe, which is their quick service. Um, and they have a lot of the same food that they're serving over at Chef Mickey because they're sharing a kitchen. Um, <clears throat> they have some really nice desserts. They uh, 
have good food. We had some really nice meals from there. Um, so I definitely use that as your option to eat. And the mobile order made it really nice because uh, you could just walk in, grab it and go. Um, then uh, one night or Friday night when we were there, we were at Magic Kingdom and I'm, you know, things are changing so fast now that Magic Kingdom's getting more food, but like after six o'clock, it's hard to find somewhere to eat over there, specifically when you're trying to mobile order it too. Um, so we were kind of standing in line at Space Mountain trying to figure that out. And I was able to mobile order from the wave, which I understand the wave is now changing. It's, um, they've sent some of that to another area because they're remodeling it, but I believe it's going to be something else. Hopefully they're still going to have some of the great dishes that they have there, but we were able to mobile order from there, which was excellent. Like I'd never eaten at the wave before I'd had a drink in there one time, but um, we were able to just put in the mobile order like anywhere else, walk up and we said, Hey, we got a mobile order. And they said, Oh, walk down this, you know, walk towards the bar. And then someone grabs and hands us the bags of food. And we went up to the fourth floor you know, the main concourse where I believe they called the Grand Canyon concourse. Um, and we just grabbed a table and, and ate our dinner there. And it was wonderful. You, you know, I love sitting in that, in that concourse because you get the monorail going through, you've got Chef Mickey's, you can kind of see Goofy or, you know, some of the characters pop their heads over the wall once in a while. And, um, you know, it, it's just, it's a neat area to hang out in. And so we got to eat our dinner, which was there, which was really good. And, and that was nice there. So um, I guess, you know, as long as I'm talking about food, my wife and I were able to eat at California Grill, which I've mentioned on the show before. Um, they do have a dress code and they will have shirts for you to put on if you don't have appropriate wear. Uh, I was watching a video and somebody walked up with a tank top and they handed him a button up shirt to put on over it. So, uh, you know, it, it, you want to be prepared for that. Um, they, are, they are up on the 15th floor. You can see Epcot fireworks and Magic Kingdom fireworks from there, depending on where you're sitting. Uh, we got there an hour early and we were able to get into the lounge I think I've told this story before, but we were able to sit like right on the window and see the fireworks right from where we were sitting. Um, if you do not get to eat during the fireworks, save your receipt, come back, let them know that you were there and they have a balcony you can watch fireworks from, which is really cool. Um, so definitely use that to your advantage if you get a reservation there, which it might be breakfast, it might be lunch, it might be dinner. You can always go up and watch fireworks that day. Um, so let's say you don't get to, but you want to watch fireworks from over there. They have a viewing area off of that main concourse that you can go out and sit in some seats that look over at Magic Kingdom and you can see the fireworks from there. Uh, the first day, my wife and I said, let's go get some coffee. And we left the kids in the room and we went up. And we got our coffee and I said, all right, now come with me. And I took her out on that fourth floor balcony and we sat in that spot and just looked at the Magic Kingdom, drank our coffee. It was so relaxing. It was so nice. It was like, you know, that was kind of my I'm home moment. And 
for that trip anyway. And, uh, it, it definitely is a great spot. Um, there, the stairwells are open on that side. So you can go on any floor of those stairwells and be able to watch fireworks from there. The, there's a walkway over to Bay Lake tower that you're able to watch from there to all great views. Um, unfortunately they weren't going when we were there, so we missed out on that, but, um, seeing the fireworks, I think is really neat because it, it gives you a completely different perspective of it. Um, so I don't know, Mikhailo, what, what am I missing? What do you want to know about the contemporary? You know, that was a, that was a pretty decent overview of, uh, everything that you experienced. Uh, I have, I've never actually stayed at the contemporary, but I've definitely ventured around the contemporary before, um, and have had, um, been gotten really excited about possibly staying there. Um, I just love, love the A-frame design. Uh, I actually love kind of the history, uh, kind of goes along with the contemporary, how it was the first, the first resort kind of made for Disney. Um, and everything like that but it's just so cool um i i mean i pass through it every single time i take the monorail which is also very cool and i love making the joke uh, uh i did it this past time and my my brother and sister laugh at me but every single time we go through it i i always go oh my god we're going through the hotel because because people say that with, without fail people will say oh my god we're going through the hotel so I love saying that and, and sounding like a complete noob uh, when I do that. And so that's, that's always, and, and people, people will give me looks and I'll look around to see the people giving me looks and, and I know better, but <laughs> that's always funny. But yeah, the, the contemporary, I, I, I definitely have a soft spot for it because it, of its vicinity to Magic Kingdom. I would love to be able to just like throw on my shoes and walk on over to Magic Kingdom. I, th I think it would actually be cool to have, um, I don't know if I'd ever be able to get myself to do it, but have a, a trip that's just purely Magic Kingdom based, where you just have like four days of park tickets for Magic Kingdom, and you can just go back and forth and just uh, enjoying Magic Kingdom like at your own pace. Uh, and the way to do that would be staying at contemporary because that would be so easy to get back and forth between the park and the hotel um and that's definitely something that i've thought about before um the same thing with like staycations and stuff like that like i just don't know if i'd be able to get myself to do that because I'd, I'd want to be doing everything else um yeah and the beauty of staying at contemporary is that you walk over to magic kingdom so if you're going right away in the morning you can make that walk and you're not tired and you can get there before people are jumping on the monorail and stuff. But when you leave, you've got the monorail to take you right back. So you don't have to walk. If you're already tired and exhausted, you can do that. Or if you wanted to get out of there quick to go grab a bite, you can just jump on the monorail quick and it's, you know, it's easier than the walk sometimes. So, I mean, that's the beauty of staying at the contemporary is that you're just so close. Yeah, and that's what I've always thought would be very cool. It's just its vicinity to the park, um, and just how connected to the park it it it, it is. Um, I kind of I I mean I feel that same way about the all the resorts on the monorail loop, um, but Contemporary definitely has has a, a soft spot for me. Um, and I think uh, at some point in my life I want to be able to stay there and kind of venture around um, uh, all the areas. I have uh, been 
actually on a couple of those balconies before. Um, my brother uh, and sister and I um, ventured around there at one point and actually got ourselves onto um, one of the balconies on on one of those floors facing uh, Magic Kingdom. And I have I have to say that view is just great. Just just on one of those small balconies alone, looking out at uh, Magic Kingdom, it's just the coolest thing. It's just so cool getting getting a view like that and being able to stay in a hotel like that and having those views would be just simply amazing. Um, so yeah, contemporary very high on my list of places I I want to stay and it definitely has uh, a soft spot in my heart for it. Um, the the resort I want to talk about uh, today is uh, Art of Animation. Uh, I feel like I know Art of Animation pretty well. Uh, I've stayed there once, but but um, I make trips back there uh, quite often. Uh, I was back there again on my last trip to kind of walk around and kind of take the whole place in. Um, and it's definitely the a kind of resort that you can do that um, with all the theming. But um, Art of Animation is technically a value resort. However, some of the prices will uh, tell you differently. And you could probably stay in Garden Wing for the price that you're going to pay for a, um, a, well, a suite at Art of Animation. Like I have trouble with the value label on both Pop Century and Art of Animation because of the cost. But it is built like a value resort where you're just getting one, well, now two modes of transportation and you're just getting a food court. Um, so you have that part portion that fits the value, but you're not getting a value price. Exactly. Yeah. And, I, and I've definitely stayed in uh, the, the time that I stayed there. I actually stayed in one of the suites, which is, I mean, definitely the way to go. Uh, but they do have those um, Little Mermaid rooms, which are a little more value priced. But that's one one small part uh, of the resort. Really, everything else it, it's all suites. Uh, but um, I actually did use uh, when we stayed there. Uh, I used um, mobile check-in, and this was a while ago. So mobile check-in was actually pretty new at that point. But we we used it, and I've I've talked about this in the past. Um, we used it because we just wanted to get ourselves to the parks right away. Uh, so we did mobile check-in and we, we got ourselves to the parks and we, we just started our day. Uh, so we've talked about this before, but um, definitely something that you want to do. Uh, but that uh, when you first walk in, that whole lobby is very cool because if you, uh, when you walk in, you're, you're seeing artwork uh, all on the right-hand wall. Um, and it's all kind of like basic sketches of uh, characters from different movies that uh, the resort is themed by. Um, you can see like Mater, uh, like what what really early concepts of Mater looked like. Uh, you can see really early concepts of Nemo, um, and this is this is all pulled straight from from Pixar and um, Disney Animation. Uh, so I, I definitely thought that was very cool. Um, the area that you check in on the left-hand side, um, uh, I think, I can't remember exactly what it's called, but it's a, there's a rainbow bridge type thing kind of going on, uh, and it's supposed to be something like rainbow of colors, uh, and that's kind of spo supposed to make you super excited about um, checking in and your vacation and everything. Um, but that uh, all of that kind of leads you up to um, 
uh, ink and paint. Um, it's like ink and paint uh, gift shop or something like that. Um, but then, but then right in front of that, there's this chandelier with a whole bunch of uh, storyboard pictures. Uh, and if you look closely, uh, they're all signed, and that's because they're all actual parts of storyboard from the actual um, movies that are themed in this resort. Um, and so you're you're going to see a lot of that, a lot of original things that uh, animators uh, or Disney and Pixar gave to this resort to be able to kind of plus it up that way. And it's just, it's very cool to see. Um, so uh, as you walk in, uh, you walk into the gift shop, which is actually one of the bigger gift shops that Valley Resorts have. Um, and I thought, I thought it was very cool. Um, pretty decent sized gift shop. It's got some stuff in there that is art of animation specific, which um, I think Pop Century also does have stuff like that, but you never really see uh, on some of the all-star resorts, you never see anything that says all-star sports or all-star movies. Uh, so that's, that's very cool to see that um, Art of Animation uh, has some resort-specific gear. Um, and I mean, you'll find all, all the typical things in there, um, uh, like from sunscreen to... I think they have areas where you can kind of like pick up food and stuff like that. Um, but straight through um, that gift shop is the food court. Now, uh, this has been touted as the best food court on property, uh, and I would a million percent agree. Uh, this this food court is uh, head and shoulders over any other. Like it's not even close. Uh, head and shoulders over any other value resort. Um, and it, but it still kind of has that like cafeteria style feel, but the kind of stuff that you get I'm there, when I was there, I was able to order a hamburger that had a cinnamon, um, bun, bun to it and bacon and like caramelized bacon and stuff like that. It was insane. Um, I can't, I'm going to have to look it up later, uh, and see what it, what it was because it was like one of the best things i've eaten on disney property and i i've eaten some some pretty decent areas <laughs> so uh, i do not say that lightly um but the food there definitely um a big step up from a lot of the other value resorts um but it still kind of has that that cafeteria style feel to it um when you get there uh this is kind of a fun uh fun thing to see uh and it's kind of evolved over the years when you get there most of the time um, my family will run and get those refillable cups. Um, we've always loved those refillable cups. I, I still use them every so often and put coffee in them and stuff like that. Um, but now those actually have chips in them. Uh, th this has kind of been going on for a little while. Um, this isn't new, but um, it'll actually know how long you're staying. And then uh, you can only fill up your drinks uh, for that amount of time for however long you're staying. Um, so it's kind of a, a cool thing. We we used to bring our old cups uh, with us, and that was kind of a little bit of a hack. But I mean, I think Disney figured that out because a lot of people were doing that. But I just love that. I love being able to uh, get that cup. Um, and there's just something about walking out of your room and kind of uh, walking through the resort and getting to that main uh, cafeteria area and like filling up your cup. Um, this I I don't know why I just love that, even though it's kind of these value resorts are humongous. And so just walking through all of that uh, is, is never that great, but I just, I love everything about these resorts. Uh, the theming is amazing. 
but let's talk about that. Um, when I stayed there, I stayed in the cars area. Um, there's a there's a cars area. There is a uh, Finding Nemo area, which is the middle. There's a Lion King area, and then um, the area that isn't a sweet area is the Little Mermaid area. But we we stayed in the cars area, um, and that was kind of uh, right hand, kind of right off of the Finding Nemo area. Nemo area, um, and so really our our room wasn't that far away from um, the main building. Uh, but that's one thing you kind of have to understand is with these value resorts it's several buildings everything's kind of like laid out a little kind of like a motel um and so not everything is connected the cool thing about these new um these new buildings uh that are different from other value resorts though is uh they actually have like you you actually go into a building uh, at, at art of animation a lot of the other value resorts are literally like motels where the doors uh, are on the outside and, and uh, you enter your room from from outside and then go into your room here you actually enter a building um, which I which I thought was very cool and it's different from a lot of the other places that you go that are value resorts um, but the the theming um, in these value resorts is always second to none it's always very very cool when we were walking through the cars area they kind of have these uh, places set up where you can like take pictures with um the characters and everything and the, just the whole area the the pool was cone themed uh kind of uh, after the cozy cone cafe um and uh they had like cabanas that were cones and everything it's just the, the all it's just disney <laughs> like you would never i mean you you would completely expect disney to do this but you would never think you'd ever be able to see it um, but they they have uh, all these different characters uh, set up in different areas, and I mean, even when I haven't been staying there, I'll show up to Art of Animation and kind of walk around that area and and take pictures all the time because they're just really cool little photo spots. Um, and that's the case with um, all of the other areas. Finding Nemo area is definitely the biggest. Uh, it's got the big blue pool in it, which um, is actually the biggest pool on property, and something fun uh i don't know if they're still doing it um but they actually would pump music in into the water uh so if you if you would go underwater you can actually hear uh nemo and and marlin and everybody everybody talking i just thought that was cool and so you could hear music under under the water so the, the pool is really cool um these value resorts are always kind of trying to give you things to do. Uh, a lot of a lot of the resorts in general will have like movie nights where um, they'll bring out like a giant inflatable um, TV screen and they'll they'll uh, put movies up on there. Uh, another thing that you'll find at some of these valley resorts are like little games here and there. Like they had ping pong out there. They had um, I think they had like not like lawn darts but like x's and o's like tic-tac-toe type stuff um i think they even had like bags out there at one point um but they're, they're always kind of trying to give you a little bit more um and especially because they know that these value resorts most likely you have kids there um i mean where they're not gonna have people playing bags at the grand floridian uh, <laughs> so um, they they know that most likely you have kids. Uh, a lot of bigger groups uh, come to these value resorts, so that's another thing to to think about. Um, so they're always kind of trying to like jam pack the fun uh, and the activities. Uh, so they always kind of have something going on. Um, 
but that that's always fun and that's that's pretty normal for a lot of these uh value resorts but um i've always had a, a really decent time at, at these resorts and i've never really felt like i was getting shortchanged with uh, a lot of these resorts if i could jump in and do a little comparison with the contemporary um as you were talking this whole time i kept thinking of bob Iger and his little thing that he came up with for Shanghai Disney, where he would say distinctly Disney. And I've heard them use that now in certain areas of advertising specifically. Um, so yes, Art of Animation and those other value places, you're going to go there and you're definitely going to find it distinctly Disney, right? There's finding that that is being too much of a draw. Um, and so now we've seen some retheming. They've put Mo Moana into um, the Polynesian. They're currently working on the contemporary and adding in the Incredibles, which I've seen pictures of these rooms and I think they look really cool. Like I, I don't see any problem with it. You know, like I know some people think it's a little too much, but I, I like it. Oh, for sure. I, I think those rooms are very cool. Um, and I, I've kind of always thought that I've always thought that some of these deluxe resorts kind of are have a little less disney uh, i've always thought that was okay because i just enjoy staying at nice hotels anyway i mean who doesn't uh but uh I've, I've always enjoyed kind of staying at hotels and like um staying somewhere nice and fancy that's always fun uh but but having that like little disney flair um now for a long time i've stayed at valley resorts so i've always kind of had disney just like hitting me in the face like like two-story mickey mouse uh phones like that's like what's been at the resorts that i've been staying at like like larger than life disney uh and i've always loved that um and so i think it's it's very cool that they're they're including more into these uh these resorts that you end up paying a whole lot uh a whole lot for Something that I do think is cool, though, is uh, I mean, Art of Animation didn't really need this because they uh, they already had like pretty decent rooms when, when they were, were when they were built. But they have been going through to all of the other value resorts and re theming these rooms. Not really re theming, but kind of like like touching up these rooms and giving them like a more modern feel. Um, they're doing things like uh, like vaulting the beds so you can put your bags under your beds and stuff like that. Um, just kind of like these simple things that are making these rooms uh, even better. Um, so I, I definitely really appreciate stuff like that. Um, and it's definitely making these, uh, we, we do try to stay positive uh, on this podcast, uh, but there are, there are some times where I've been to <laughs> some value resort rooms where they definitely feel like a Motel 6. Uh, but it's, it's the best darn motel six you'll ever stay at because it's at Disney. Uh, I've, I've always, I've said this before, uh, to my friends. I don't think I've ever said this, uh, on the podcast, but every day that I wake up and I'm not waking up at a Disney resort, I'm sad a little bit. <laughs> so it doesn't, it doesn't even really need to be, it can be the motel six of Disney and, and, and I'm totally okay with it. I, you know, talking about those outdoor, doors you know like my honeymoon we stayed at coronado and that's what we had there too so i know that like port orleans they've got the same type of system you're walking out your room to the outdoors um 
I there's something about that too that's you know there here I go again distinctly Disney like it I just have that feeling and I agree with you every day I wake up that I'm not at Disney I'm a little sad uh, <laughs> uh, you know the the rooms at the All Stars they've been changing and they've been making a Murphy bed in there which I think is great because there was never any room in those rooms and now you've got this Murphy bed that you can get rid of basically. So you have some room. Um, it's yeah. So staying in these rooms, it re you really need to think about what, what you want out of the room and they're really doing a good job of making it. So it's easier to want to just, or instead of just sleep in a room to actually stay in the room um, and getting your theming wherever you're staying. So, you know, the contemporaries, upping their game with it um i wouldn't be surprised just to go on a small tangent i wouldn't be surprised if grand floridian starts bringing mary poppins in oh for sure i it's funny i i think i've kind of always kind of gotten that vibe from the grand floridian anyways um even if it's not like kind of hitting you in the face uh so i could see i could definitely see that happening and kind of um poking its head in there a little bit um but yeah I, th I think they're they're definitely trying to take a lot of their popular ip and and <clears throat> spread it around the resort a little bit more um not that i mean part of me kind of says like hey go with these cool original ideas that we've had and like don't be pushing more disney into it however i know how great it is to walk around a fully themed area of a, of a movie um so i i mean i've kind of have feel both sides where where it's make make just let let disney be what disney is however we all know disney's never finished disney's always evolving disney is always changing uh, and i love that um i i love that there's something i mean i could be going again this year and find something completely new uh, and I'm not talking like something small. I'm talking like something huge uh, that Disney's always working on. Like there's always something. Um, so I, I I definitely love that about it. Um, and I love that the resorts are getting a little bit of love too now, um, because I, as you can tell, we can talk and sit and talk about resorts forever. And we 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 just talked about two today. Um, and so I, yeah, it's just def definitely something I love to do. It's it's always the first thing that I think about when when I'm thinking about um, going to, down to Disney again. Is oh, what what resort am I going to stay at? Am I going to stay off property? Am I going to stay on property? Am I going to stay on property? Am I going to stay at value, moderate, or deluxe? Like like, what are we doing? Um, are we going to do a split stay? That's one thing that I've I've kind of toyed around with before, and I've heard people have uh, a lot of fun with, um, but. It's always very fun, um, and it's always something that that I, I really enjoy, um, and I'm happy that more resorts are opening up uh, with with COVID and everything. Um, so that's that's exciting. Yeah, and it's great that they're getting these things reopened, and that they're going to have everyone coming down. I know that park passes have been opening a lot more, um, so you know I wouldn't be surprised if they've gone to full capacity at this point and just haven't announced it. I know there's a third quarter call coming up soon, so we might hear that at that point. Um, but, you know, I, I feel like I need to go talk about the pool at Contemporary a little bit. 
uh, the content the Bay Lake Tower has their own pool, and only the people at Bay Lake Tower, which that's the DVC wing, they can only use that pool. So, but the contemporary uh, pool is really cool. Like, you have a very large area. There's a hot tub kind of in the middle of the pool that it is usable, and then they they have a water slide at the deluxe one, um, which you don't you're not going to get at the big blue pool at, at the Art of Animation. Um, my kids loved having that slide and there's another hot tub underneath that slide too. And then they had what they called the water, the, the, I'm sorry, the quiet pool, which was out towards the lake a little more. Um, we didn't actually use that one at all. We just really enjoyed where we were. It wasn't incredibly busy. Um, even when they cut off, uh, admittance because it was full to capacity because, you know, they had to limit it during the restrictions. Um, like it didn't even feel busy at that point, even though it was full, it didn't feel busy. So that was, that was really nice. Um, staying there, it just as busy as the contemporary can be. And you'll see that if you go there just to eat a meal or to visit, you'll see it's a busy place. Um, it still is kind of a quieter place than say art of animation. Like if you're going to breakfast at art of animation, get ready to wait because it's going to be busy because people are getting ready to head to the park. Definitely. And uh, that's the, definitely another thing to keep in mind is that these value resorts are meant to just push as many people as possible into those resorts. Um, they're, they're almost always booked uh, because, because for that reason that just Disney always has deals on them because uh, they just th those are their money makers they really want to push as many they want to have all those rooms filled um, and a lot of times uh, like I said it's it's large groups if it's not large families if it's um, like dance like cheer squads stuff like that it's it's pretty common that you see like large groups of high schoolers hanging out because uh, the music department went to Disney so that's that's very common and and you definitely get that the the noise factor is, is there um and not to kind of show the world how weird i am uh but i i enjoy things like asmr like sounds uh and there's just something soothing i don't know why there's something soothing about a busy hotel um maybe it's just because like i've i've fallen asleep in busy busy hotels before but it's just kind of like hearing the hustle and bustle outside of your door has always kind of been endearing to me. Um, and so that's, I, I've never had an issue with that. I've, I've stayed at super busy resorts. I've stayed at really quiet resorts. When I stayed at Coronado Springs, it didn't feel like anybody was in our wing. Like it was the weird, I've never had that where it just feels like nobody else is staying with you. Uh, but man, Coronado is huge. Like that, if we're, we're talking about big resorts, that that's a very large resort. Um, but it, it just, it was weird. Like you could walk around my, my entire area. Um, and it just didn't seem like there was anybody else there. I mean, obviously when you, when you get to the pool, the pool is always packed. Um, but it's, it's a little different out in, um, uh, these value resorts, especially art of animation, because it's definitely one of the more popular ones. Pop Century, uh, which is actually, I didn't even mention this art of animation and pop century are, uh, connected through the generation gap. <laughs> um, and that's basically just the, the, um, 
the pathway that leads to each resort. But they're both, both right next to each other. Uh, a little history to go along with that is um, the art of animation was actually supposed to be like the wonder years or like the, um, it was, it was some other type of pop century resort. Uh, so pop century was supposed to be this like giant mega resort. Um, and what ended up happening was um, in 2001, uh, we all know what happened um, and just uh, vacationing and travel completely stopped. And so that was kind of when they were building that area of the resort up. And so just everything completely stopped. Uh, and fun fact, the only area that they had up were was the area that was originally or that was ended up being the that ended up being the Little Mermaid area. So that's all they had up, uh, which is actually why uh, that's the more value uh, area because all those rooms were already finished. But um, after a while, uh, they kind of decided like, hey, we, we've got the money now, we can uh, open up another resort. And um, instead of going with like the Wonder Years or whatever they were, uh, they decided that they were going to do, they went with Art of Animation and they went um, a completely different uh, way. Uh, so it, it, it's still kind of two different resorts, Pop Century and Art of Animation, but they're very much close and next to each other. And the cool part now is they're kind of all brought together with the Skyliner, right? Like that's what you're getting for your extra money if you're staying at these resorts is, is that now you get to ride the Skyliner to Epcot or Hollywood Studios, which is an amazing piece of transportation. And so, I mean, you're, that's another thing to think about when you're thinking about staying, where you're going to stay is, do I just want the monorail or do I want, you know, Skyliner? So um, I, we got to ride down the Skyliner on this last trip and I thought it was amazing. If you go to the Facebook page and dig deep in there, <laughs> you'll find my live video from when I did go on the Skyliner and you can kind of see a little bit of what it was if you have not seen anything about the Skyliner yet. Yeah, now I was able to get on the Skyliner too. Uh, I do have to mention, uh, it's probably different now. Hopefully it's different now. But I waited a pretty long time to get on the Skyliner. Uh, I remember, Brian, um, you telling me about how you were actually able to just kind of get right on. Um, so hopefully that's that's different now. Uh, and maybe I was I did end up going earlier in the morning. So people were trying to get to their parks and everything. Um, but that is another, another great option for you if you're staying at Pop Century or... Uh, art of animation. Um, but I um, honestly, when it, when it comes to resorts that I would stay at over and over again, uh, art of animation is definitely one of them. Um, art of animation, I would stay at, I, honestly, I would stay at any of the Valley resorts again, uh, simply just because of just the nostalgia feel. <laughs> but uh, art of animation, definitely um, the top value i do value in air quotes um but definitely the the top place to stay uh if you want a value style resort and let's be honest you'll stay anywhere if you're on property right i mean it's disney we all want to be at disney you'll stay anywhere oh that's that's completely accurate yes i will i will stay anywhere if, if you pitched a tent i mean you can literally do that if you pitched a tent for me at disney i'd stay in and stay in it as long as you were letting me go to Magic Kingdom the next day. <laughs> Just as long as you're not sleeping in your car. But you can, yeah, definitely pitch a tent. 
out in uh, Fort Wilderness. Um, yeah, so definitely, uh, you know, this was great. I really enjoyed, this was a really good compare and contrast that we did, um, you know, kind of the one end to the other, right? Um, so definitely come on out to our Facebook group, our Facebook page, either one. We want to hear from you guys. Let us know which resort we should have talked about. Which one should you guys prefer to stay at? Um, I'm with Mikhailo. I'm staying wherever I can get a bed because I just want to be there. But temporary was really nice. And it's going to be hard to go to somewhere else, even though I love going to any of them. And if you guys have uh, any questions at all, uh, I'm sure Brian is in the same boat where I have, I have researched almost every single Disney resort hotel pretty extensively. Uh, if I haven't stayed there, I've looked it up because, every, again, almost every Disney resort is an option. Uh, I mean, all the way down to Grand Floridian. I'd stay at, I'd shell out the money <laughs> and stay at Grand Floridian. Uh, just because of how how great of a resort it is. But I mean, if you guys have any questions, if you want us to talk about uh, other resorts, uh, if you want to talk to us about resorts, uh, get on get on Facebook, um, send us an email. Uh, we have an email. Miles from Main Street Podcast at gmail.com. Perfect. Uh, and just reach out and let us know uh, where you stay. Uh, where do you call home? Uh, we hear that a lot um, with people. Brian had, had said it already once um, that he was home, but this is definitely, we, we consider this place home. And all of these other resorts are, when you're coming, when you're coming back from the parks, you're home. Uh, and so it really hits us, hits us down deep with these resorts, and uh, we really like to call them home. Uh, but that's all we got for you guys tonight. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time on Miles from Main Street. Thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed the show, please rate us on iTunes and subscribe. Email us at milesfrommainstreetpodcast at gmail.com with any thoughts and visit us on Facebook under Miles from Main Street. We'll be bringing more to you weekly and look forward to talking to you then. Until next week, remember, some live close, but most of us don't. So let's talk about it.